For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Charlie Osborne. Welcome to Identity Belongs to You, a cybercrime magazine podcast series brought to you by Okta. A trusted partner to businesses around the world, Okta powers identity for the internet by creating great user experiences, increasing customer engagement, improving employee productivity, and getting apps to market faster. To learn more about our sponsor, visit Okta.com. Joining me today is Erin Baldo-Felter, VP of Social Impact and Sustainability at Okta. Now, this is an identity podcast, so we like to start by asking guests about their identity story. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your current role, Erin? Sure, happy to, and thanks, Charlie, for having me. So I and my team really are focused on how we can use the engine of Okta's business and expertise and scale and reach to create long-term value for people and planet. Now, I've been working at the intersection of business and society for almost 20 years, almost the only thing I've ever done, if you can believe that. And I always like to say that I think I found myself in this position mostly because my dad was a businessman and my mom was a hippie. So you put those two things together and I guess you get me. But I've really been focused and really kind of captivated by this idea my whole career of using the resources and the reach of business to do good for the world. And that's really the crux of what I've done over the last 20 years, primarily done this on the corporate side and primarily in the media and technology field. So I've thought a lot about how technology can be a force for good, how we can think about minimizing the risks to technology, to society, and maximizing a positive potential. And that's really what the opportunity at Okta has been for the last seven years or so since I've been in Okta. And that dovetails quite nicely into my next question, because today our main point of discussion is about cybersecurity defense, bringing the workforce up, and what can be done to bridge the talent gap. So Cybersecurity Ventures predicts there will be 3.5 million unfulfilled cybersecurity positions in 2025. And this figure is backed by the 2022 IC2 Cybersecurity Workforce Study, which identified a 3.4 million worldwide cybersecurity worker gap. So Erin, why do you think there's such a shortage of cybersecurity talent nowadays? Yes, I mean, those stats are pretty staggering and we use them a lot and think about them a lot as well. And I think the first obvious reason is that cyber risks are growing. There's an exponential rate of increase in cybersecurity attacks. This is impacting every sector And we need people to address this problem. And there just aren't enough of them today. We need people to fill this gap and we need to catch up. I think the other reason, and I think about this a lot from more of a social impact perspective, which is, of course, my lens on this, is that we need people to get excited about these careers and we need people to know about these careers. And that starts very early when you think about the pipeline we need to build of talent that lands into these tech and cyber jobs. And right now, even though a lot of work is being done at the educational level by community-based organizations, there's still a pretty narrow band of folks who get exposure to cyber careers and even tech careers. And that needs to change as well. I think maybe the third piece that makes it challenging right now is that the current economic climate is making it perhaps more difficult for those looking for thriving wage jobs to make a career transition into tech or cyber. And this is something we're really looking at as well. And on that note, can you please tell our listeners about a new initiative Okta launched in October, which does include grants through the Okta for Good Fund? Absolutely. Happy to. Just to put a little bit more context on this before we dive into what Okta has done, the White House has actually declared that the lack of cyber talent is a national security imperative. So we think about the impact of this. Cyber skills gap is a national focus in the U.S., and it's aligned to the White House's National Cyber Workforce Education Strategy, which was released last year. 
This is a comprehensive initiative that aimed at addressing both immediate and long-term cyber workforce needs. So we see the White House putting focus on this. We see these threats rising across every sector. And of course, as Okta, with our business, we see this across our customers who make up and comprise every sector. And we also see it very kind of close to the ground when we look at the skills we need at Okta and the skills our customers need and the skills our communities need. So all of this came together for us. Okta has been focused on workforce development around tech for many, many years. It's actually been one of the core focus areas for Okta for Good, which is our social impact and sustainability arm. And so we wanted to take a bigger step, just recognizing the urgency of the need around cyber skills. And so that's what we did a few months ago in October at our customer conference, Octane 23. We announced the launch of a new initiative focused on defining and developing the best cybersecurity talent providing equitable access to thriving careers in technology. So we launched our cybersecurity workforce development initiative, as you said, there's two key parts to this initiative. So the first is educational grants. So we're currently offering 5,000 educational grants targeted to unemployed professionals looking to make a career transition into cybersecurity by growing their Octa skills. This very specifically includes veterans and military spouses. And grant recipients must reside in the US but really, we're looking for folks who already have experience working in technology in some way, shape, or form, and they want to make a transition into cyber using the kind of lever for that. So that's part one. That's like folks who are very close to being job ready today. We want to train them up. We want to make Octa's training accessible, and then we want to get them into jobs as soon as possible. The second piece of it is philanthropic grants through Octa for Good, which is, as I said, our social impact and sustainability and philanthropic arm. We have committed $1.6 million in philanthropic grants out of the Octa for Good Fund. This is focused earlier in the pipeline, right? To tackle that problem I mentioned earlier, where we think about the fact that folks need exposure to this. Folks need their first shot at learning about tech and cyber careers. And so we're focusing these grants on organizations that are really kind of broadly looking at, in particular, folks who have historically been left out of the tech and cyber ecosystem organizations like Ada Developer Academy, Women in Cybersecurity, CodePath, Genesis Works. So organizations that are focused on traditionally underrepresented talent from various communities, whether they're women, people of color, and other job seekers who have, again, not had that exposure opportunity yet. And we're focusing those grants on them so that we can both address the near-term need for talent with these educational grants and the longer-term need to build a pipeline of diverse talent into these roles with the philanthropic grants. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Okta. Your customers' and employees' identities are your responsibility to keep safe. But who is helping you stay safe from identity-based threats? Bots, fraud detection, credential stuffing, compliance issues. These are just some of the challenges that identity can help you detect and mitigate. Okta has thousands of identity experts ready to join your team, from helping you implement zero trust initiatives to rolling out passwordless authentication. So talk to us today and find out how identity can do so much more than you might think. To learn more, visit okta.com. That's O-K-T-A dot com. And now back to the podcast. And so you mentioned particular groups such as veterans, military spouses and tech workers impacted by recent layoffs. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about how these groups in particular could contribute to the cybersecurity industry. Absolutely. These are folks who have tech skills. 
These are folks who've gone through an extensive amount of training, have a real readiness to jump into these roles and just need a little bit of context, a little bit of training to pivot into a career, in our case, in identity-based security with Okta. And so I think there's a huge opportunity. The other thing that's really important is these jobs are incredibly lucrative. So if you look at broadly cybersecurity roles, just a starting cybersecurity analyst role right now, the starting salary is over $100,000. And if you look at Okta certification specifically, there's a tremendous amount of value there. So for the sixth year in a row, Okta certified individuals are now among the top 20 highest paid IT admins. So it's a real opportunity to help folks in career transition secure a good job, which is helpful for them. It's helpful for their families, their communities. And simultaneously, it's good for the world because we are helping to close this critical cybersecurity talent gap. And do you think we are doing enough as an industry to appeal to underrepresented groups, including women? I think we have a way to go. I do not think we're doing enough. These roles still, by and large, feel far away, inaccessible, intangible to most communities. And there's a lot of, I think, misconceptions too. There's a misconception that you have to be incredibly technical to do these roles. That's just not true. In fact, many starting cybersecurity roles don't even require a bachelor's degree. There's a tremendous array of roles and responsibilities you can have in cybersecurity. And that knowledge just isn't common yet. So I think there's a lot more we can do to sort of demystify the cyber job roles. I think there's a lot more we can do to make it more appealing to historically underrepresented groups like women and others. And I see this at Okta. Okta has a tremendous bench of female cybersecurity leadership at our company. And so when I look at it, I see an incredibly strong, diverse group of leaders who are tackling these issues on behalf of our company. And I think that if more folks out there saw leaders that looked like them, you can see it, you can be it, then we would have an easier time sort of attracting the diverse and frankly, like larger set of talent we need to address this gap. Another thing we do that I always say any company can do is that we do something we call it Tech Pathways, our Tech Pathways program. But really just think of it as companies opening up their doors to let folks in and see and understand what jobs at that company look like. So we every year host a program where we bring together employees and job seekers with our employees at Okta and we engage with them. In the old days, pre-pandemic, we would literally open our doors and have groups come in and walk around our office and meet our employees and see what we were working on. Now we've expanded the program and it's done primarily virtually, but we get folks together and we have conversations about what a career in tech looks like, what a career in cyber looks like. We let folks ask questions. We work on sort of resume and interview skills with folks. And it's a really powerful way that's frankly very easy to do to start to open up these conversations and demystify these roles. It's become very big now. When I first started seven years ago, I think we had less than 100 people that were involved. But in the last year, we had 750 employees and job seekers come together. And of the participants from the community, 94% said that engaging with our employees improved their confidence and networking with tech professionals. And almost 90% reported an increased expectations for their career because of that engagement. So small actions can have a big impact when we think about exposing folks to these kinds of careers. And Erin, do you have any advice for those considering a career in cybersecurity? Probably the number one thing people ask me if they're coming out of school or if they have kids that are coming out of school or college, they say, what should my son or daughter, or what, what should I go into? I always say, please consider cybersecurity. And I do that for a few reasons. Number one, a lot of what I just said, these are really good jobs. 
there's a lot more work we need to do to fill these jobs. And so when you think about things like a good salary and job security, right? Cybersecurity is an area that is maybe we can't call anything a sure thing, but it's pretty close. So that's really great. The other thing is we know that, especially with Gen Z coming into the workforce, that careers that carry a sense of broader purpose, right, and a broader impact to society are really top of mind for job seekers. And really, and every generation has this, but in particular, we're seeing this with Gen Z. And if you think about a broader purpose and a broader impact you can have in a career, there's almost nothing more impactful than a career in cybersecurity. The World Economic Forum issued last year the top 10 global risks over the next 10 years, and cybercrime is on there. It's number eight. So when you think about the ability to come out of school, get trained up, and very quickly make an impact in something that is a top 10 global risk for the world, I think there's something really compelling about that that folks should get excited about. Erin, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much. For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Charlie Osborne. Identity Belongs to You is a cybercrime magazine podcast series brought to you by Okta. A trusted partner to businesses around the world, Okta powers identity for the internet by creating great user experiences, increasing customer engagement, improving employee productivity, and getting apps to market faster. For more information about our sponsor, visit okta.com. For more of our media, visit cybersecurityventures.com.